So, I can see a helicopter down here. Now, if anybody was here last Sunday, I was saying that the angels wanted a helicopter especially for Jesus being born because it would have been safer than a donkey, but uh, God had different plans. Whose is this helicopter? He's gone out. Is it Ro- no Ronan's? Is that your helicopter? That's fantastic. A helicopter. Did anybody else get anything for Christmas that you maybe have with you? What do you see down there, Sam? Have you? What have you got there? Yeah. Oh my goodness! There's enough fluffy toys there to do any generation game. That's for the oldies. Oh, brilliant! I like that. Oh, look at that elephant there. We're big elephant fans in our family. Big elephant fans. There's a few elephants and giraffes going around the stockies. I got one of those. Mine's waterproof. Doesn't look just quite as cool as that, but mine's waterproof. Well, do you want to know... Uh, what? Oh, look at those bits. My goodness gracious me. Those are... And they're different. Those are fantastic. I might... Even, look in there. It's Toy Story fan. Oh, my goodness me. Fantastic. Do you want to know what I got? Oh, first of all, do you like my do you like my jumper? This is made just for out here in the Holy Lands. Palestine Street, Jerusalem Street. If you're not a local, they call these the Holy Lands. So Paddy, wise man called Paddy, you're not gonna have many of those, and they brought a mirror instead of myrrh. But that's what happens when you have wise men from the Holy Lands, I guess. But uh, and that's not a sectarian T-shirt, by the way, or sweatshirt. No, that uh, that that's. But if you want to see what I what I what I got, I need to just take that down there. Just be a minute. Colin Bell, Colin Bell. If you're a, if you're older than me, you'll remember Colin Bell. Yes. Now I was sneaky. My father-in-law's a Man United fan. Ooh. So I bought this and parceled it. So when he gave me the money that he gives me for Christmas, I said, this is what you bought me. And he bought me a Man City. And he didn't know only that. Not only that, Eli. Look, a Man City watch because you and I know it's City time. That's right. It's City time. Boy, I've waited a long time, but it's City time. So that's what I got for Christmas. But I don't want to talk about that. I just wanted to show you my my nice new shirt. Um... Wanna, does anybody know my name? Any of the boys and girls know my name? Steve. Steve, that's a good guess. That's a good guess. Anybody could do better than Steve? No, not you. <laughs> my daughter's not getting an answer. Any of the boys and girls? Steve Stockman. Steve Stockman. It's no, no, it's not quite right. Not quite right. Yes? Stephen is definitely wrong. Stephen is definitely wrong. My mother hated me being called Stephen. Anybody? Isaac? Stevenson. Your father has known me longer than most, eh? Not even that. My name is Robert Stevenson. Now, here's the thing. We call Jasmine. Jasmine. And then we call her Jazzy. Seems cool enough. But my mother never liked us calling her Jazzy. Still got the tag in this, by the way. (laughs) My mother never liked calling her Jazzy. She kept saying to me, her name is Jasmine. This is the woman that called me Robert Stevenson and shortened it to Steve. (laughs) I mean, what gives with that? 
So I didn't know why I was called Robert Stevenson for 17 years. And I was in Canada with my uncle, and we were sitting around the dinner table one evening, and my aunt said to my uncle, Robert Stevenson passed me the salt. I went to move for the salt. So did my uncle. And I suddenly realized I had the same name as my uncle. Robert Stevenson Kernikin, his name was. And because he'd gone off to Canada, and because my granda was Robert on that side, and they wanted to call me Steve, they squeezed the Robert Stevenson stockman in. And my dad always said that the professional golfer at Ballymena, who was called, who was Scottish, was the only one who ever called me by my right name. Every summer's day, I went out to the golf club, spent the whole day playing golf. That's what I did when I was a teenager. And every day I arrived, the professional at Ballymena used to say, Hey, Stevie, son! I mean, he didn't know he was right, but he got it as close to being right as he possibly could. Names are so important. And I'm getting a bit confused by these names. Because if you were listening carefully to what we read... Jesus is Emmanuel, you're going to call him Emmanuel, but you're going to call him Jesus, and they call him Jesus, so what gives with the Emmanuel? Well, here's the other thing. Some people get nicknames. I had a teacher at school, some of the rest of you had, called Baldy Greenwood. Could you imagine why we called him Baldy Greenwood? Yes, indeed, he was a Baldy Greenwood. Scrapper Smith, on the other hand, well, he had been a boxer, but he also did a bit of scrapping with us at the front if we didn't know our Latin. Punched me across the floor a few times. So they were called after things that they were like baldy because you were baldy or whatever else. I had a good friend, Damien, and he was called Lightning because he was the slowest player on the football pitch you'd ever seen. He was brilliant. He could pass a ball. He could shoot from anywhere. He would create control, but he just wasn't too fast, so we called him Lightning. And he called me Scruff. Not sure what that was about at all, but... uh... So I got Scruff because I was a bit scruffy. Still am. He was like, well, that was a wee play in the Lightning. And Baldy Greenwood was Baldy Greenwood because... And you can think maybe when you go home about people you know with nicknames and why they've got the nicknames. Well, in some ways, Jesus was called Jesus because it says he would save his people from his sins, from our sins. Jesus came to take away all the bad things that we did. But I want to concentrate today on that other name that has already been mentioned a few times. And like every Sunday in Fitzroy, you would think this was meticulously put together. But really, none of us had a clue what we were going to do uh, before we all got together. But Emmanuel, God is with us. Dave decided to sing Jesus' name above all names out of nowhere. And yet, right there in the middle of it is Emmanuel God is with us. Now, what does that mean, I was thinking? And I was thinking about this, and I was thinking, do you know, I used to live around the corner here, there, there, in Union College, six years, yeah. What did I do as a teenager? I have no idea, but I got six years in there. And, um, and while I was in there, I remember one week, I was so ill, and I was in such pain. And there was only one thing that was going to help me, apart from the doctor, that was going to help me. And that was going down to the phone, because we had no mobiles, going down to the phone and finding a 20p and putting it in the machine and saying, Mommy, will you come and get me? And do you know something? You see, when you're sick, I had a lot of asthma when I was younger. And when you're sick, whether it makes you well or not, 
There is just something magnificent when you have your mother right beside you to just give you that cuddle. Sometimes it's better even than the medicine. Just to have your mummy with you. Or those times when you're going into some place and you're thinking, oh, this is a bit scary. I remember learning to swim. And what happened was my dad used to, when we were in Portrush uh, by the beach, he used to go out and swim and then he would throw a can in. And he would throw an empty Coke can in and I would climb out over the waves and grab the can. It was his attempt to get me to courageously brave it into another little bit of the water until one afternoon the wave crashed and all I can imagine all I can remember is lying with water coming out of my mouth and a crowd of people around me and my dad swimming back into the sea because they thought I'd half drowned in this water I felt scared and when I was scared the best person to have beside you at that point was your dad now it's not that they do things sometimes when they're with you they're just there and when we remember Christmas, and I always love on Christmas Day going across and taking the baby out of the manger. When we remember the baby Jesus being born at Christmas, what we are remembering is that one of the names he was given, not the name they called him because they called him Jesus, but one of the names he was given was Emmanuel, God with us. Like our mummy is with us when we need somebody to give us comfort, that our Father is with us sometimes when we need a wee bit of courage and security, that God is saying, I don't live away out in space because I've become one of you. I was a wee boy just your age. And if you're a wee girl, he was a wee boy just your age. And I know what it's like to be human, and therefore by the Holy Spirit I can come and still be with you now. Emmanuel, God is with us. That's the one thing I want us to remember this particular Christmas time. And then to talk to your parents about that, I want to go back to a story I told last year. It was a story I got from a minister who writes a lot of books. His name's Sam Wells, and he's the vicar of St. Martin in the Fields over in England. And he led me into something that I had never thought of before, and a, a movie that I've never seen called The English Patient. Maybe you've seen that. But what Sam was asking us, it was at a, a Baptist Missionary Society conference, and he was asking us about mission and who we were as those who follow Jesus into mission. And he was saying that sometimes the role that we have and the way that God comes to us in the world, God is with us. And we as his church can be a presence in the neighborhood or in your place of work or amongst your family. But not everything you're going to face in the next week or not everything you're facing today in church is fixable. Sometimes I call some of the situations we get into in life, there's no turning circle. We're going down a road and there is no turning circle. No matter how hard we pray, no matter how many of us pray, there are some situations in our lives that are unfixable. And it's in moments like that that we can maybe be the most powerful of all. We might not be able to fix it, but we can be with people. Like our mother was with us when we were tiny. Like our father helped us through difficult times. We can be with people. Emmanuel, God is with us. In the English patient, I'm told, if I can get the right notes, that um, Allah, Allah, Almazi and Catherine, they're having an affair. And Catherine's husband, Jeffrey, finds out 
So Amalzie tries to deliberately crash a plane and Geoffrey is killed instantly, but Catherine is seriously injured. And Amalzie takes her into a cave and makes her comfortable in the cave and then he heads off to find help. Three-day walk to get help. And she dies while he's going to get the help. I think. Now what Sam asked us was this. Sometimes are we too interested in the fix than in the being with? What would have been the wisest thing for him to do in that critical no turning circle situation? Go away and try and fix it or just to be with as we struggle with our brokenness and our pain. I'm glad to say that this church has seen many times when God has interrupted and fixed when we've prayed. But we've also been in many situations when we haven't seen that same interruption. That same momentary interruption in the present. But there was an interruption. The interruption happened a long time ago. For every situation we might be in, there is an interruption. The fixable ones and the unfixable ones, God's grace has entered the world as a baby so that God could be with us. That's why at many a hospital bed or many times as I pastor people in their homes, I will read Isaiah 43. This is what the Lord says, He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name, and you are mine. Jesus, given the name Jesus because he saves his people from his sins. The way that God has intimate with us again to know our names and to have our names written in the Lamb's book of life if we want to use that other image. Then Isaiah says, when you pass through the waters... I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze, for I am the Lord your God. We're going to have the flames and we're going to have the rivers. And sometimes we're going to have the roads without turning circles. Maybe even in the year ahead. We're maybe even dealing with it now. But what I want Fitzroy, every last one of us, to know deep in our lives at this moment in time, whatever the brokenness it is that we're facing is that God is with us. That God's grace throws his arms around us. That God the Father will walk with us into whatever's frightening and scary. God is with us. Let me close by sharing these words. Emmanuel, God with us. May we know God with us in the joy of family together and in the sadness of empty chairs. May we know God with us in the blessing of our grace-nourished souls and in the sins and doubts still within. May we know God with us in the abundance of what we are given and in the poverty of so many around us. May we know God with us in our city blessed with peace and hope and in a world still at war. Emmanuel, God with us, wherever we are, whoever we are with, however we are feeling,
whatever ways we are broken, Emmanuel, God with us. Let's pray. Our God, we pray for ourselves in the scenarios of our lives at this moment. May we know the incredible truth of Christmas. The something more that Dave was singing in his song. May that something more today be Emmanuel. God is with us. And we pray for our loved ones. We pray for the situations they're in that cause us concern or worry. We pray that they would know. Mysteriously. Supernaturally. In a transcendent way that God is with them. Emmanuel. And into our world, Lord. You're not in the war, but you're there where the debris falls. In the midst of it, may people know your presence. Where there is hunger, you have not caused the hunger, but you're there with those who are hungry. May they know your presence. Lord, this Christmas time, underneath all the trash, may we find the baby Jesus called Emmanuel. God is with us. In the baby's name we pray. Amen.